I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me, I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. The upper deck hecklers have arrived. And the upper deck hecklers are back with a lot of sports news to cover, even though we still don't technically have a lot of sports going on, but there has been decent amount of news going around since the last episode and the biggest of them all what we'll start out with today is Patrick Mahomes and just the Chiefs in general just taking control of the NFL money-wise I mean their general manager Veach has just made magic out of nothing which is I mean he's he's he deserves the award manager of the year already just just from what he's done the Mahomes contract in general and the whole the clearing cap space and everything. First of all, the Mahomes contract being the biggest contract we've seen in any sport ever, it sets a precedent. And we can get into this in a little bit after we kind of discuss the Chiefs stuff. But you know, you already know that a lot of quarterbacks are going to be craving that money. They already were, but now even more so, especially a guy like Dak Prescott with all the money stuff going on revolving okay. around him. I have okay, I'm I'm gonna address there's I'm gonna break it down. Okay, so, break it down. I agree with you that quarterbacks are gonna want it even more. Obviously because you did mention correctly that they have been already craving that type of money. Um but now that a team showed their willingness to pay that, uh, I think is what's gonna be the driving force behind a lot of it. And then mm-hmm. going on the con- like context of Dak and stuff, I mean, we all know he's not worth that type of money. I think the general consensus of most fans is he's not even worth the 32 to 36 he's been offered already um, when he's already denied, which, whatever. I love seeing players get paid, but they don't think he's worth it. Oh, and yeah. Then, and, yeah, go on. Well, yeah, you go, you got it, you got it. Yeah, I was just going to say, Dak in general, and we've discussed Dak plenty of times on this podcast before, what we think he's worth, what he's not worth. And yeah, you're you're absolutely right when you say that. Dak Prescott is not worth even in the same ballpark no. as what Mahomes is getting and will continue to get over the next 10 years. Twelve Prescott, years. that much, yeah, 12 years. Because, yeah, I guess with the extension. But Prescott, to me, that money goes out to a guy who is accomplishing things on a yearly basis. Prescott has not really done that. He's had some good seasons, but Mahomes, already an MVP, a Super Bowl champion, and his career is so young, and really the stars did align for a guy like Mahomes to get the extension that he did because you don't see this all the time. You kind of saw it with Bryce Harper uh, last year, and he did end up getting a huge deal because – he was that young guy who has all the potential in the world. He's put together some good years. But with Scott Boris still, as his manager. Yeah, or his with agent. Scott Boris as his <laughs> you agent. You cannot forget that part. But at the same time, Bryce Harper is not Patrick Mahomes. And he's not a quarterback. No, but he, a quarterback position is just different than anything else in sports. Yes and no. So this is where my last argument with Mahomes deserving that money where no one else deserves it right now in the NFL is it's the value of the player from a business standpoint. So Mahomes sells tickets. He sells jerseys, all that type of stuff that is thought about by fans, but at the same time, isn't really understood. 
Bryce Harper, that name value for the Phillies, that how much more tickets do you think? Like, it's obviously very hard to quantify, but how much tickets did they sell on average more this year? How, like, obviously you could quantify jerseys, but that does that takes away like oh. Would they have bought a different Phillies jersey beforehand or yada, yada, yada. But the name value is a huge, huge, huge value that Mahomes brings that I don't think any other player right now uh, really brings to the NFL because it has to be almost a, it almost has to be a quarterback. And oh, the, it, it has to be. It has to be. And yeah. the only other quote-unquote transcendent talent, who's not even a talent, was just Tom Brady for his success. Because right now Mahomes... His trajectory, his career trajectory, is just blowing anyone's out of the water in all of history, which he, therefore he rightfully deserves that $503 million, which was so big for the Chiefs because then now they understand, all right, look, I have this much cap space to play with for the next half, like decade and a half. That allowed them to be comfortable in paying Chris Jones his contract, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. Travis Kelsey's, I mean, he's 30, so I don't know how much they're going to be willing to pay him next year. They want to go the extension route, which I assume they do, just because I think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end, in my opinion. Yeah. George Kittle's yeah. right behind him, but... Even though, did you see the, the Madden ratings? Oh, dude, Kittle, dude, 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 that was absurd. No, absurd to me. Okay. Absurd that Kelsey is not number one. Oh, oh, oh Gronk at 95? Yeah. <laughs> You say yeah, he's like the tenth and he's the eighth best running back. It, and, it goes off of kind of name value. And yeah, it's like, been like that forever. Okay. Hold on here. Now uh, you're now you got me on the Madden thing real quick. It's just and I'm an Ohio State fan. Michael Thomas does not deserve that ninety nine. He doesn't. He's like a ninety seven, ninety eight. Is there but a if 99? you're not gonna Is there if yeah. if he's not is there? Who? No, he, Michael Thomas is the 99 this year. Yeah, no, was, I'm saying if if he Julio, weren't a 99, Julio. you think Julio, okay. Julio is the okay. best wide receiver in the league. I, I would put Michael Thomas at two or three. And I'm I'm okay with saying that. Julio has not gotten a 99 in Madden once in his entire career. That's a joke. Yeah, and it goes back to the stat situation. Like I was, he's in a, he's in a market that the Falcons – they are a big mark, but at the same time, I feel like you never really hear much about Julio Jones. Well, that's and obviously a lot of that has to do. Yeah, he doesn't score touchdowns. And that's and... strictly because of Matt Ryan cannot throw Tam in the red zone. That's if you watch any Falcons game, dude, dude just can't for some reason. He gets the yips, and I have no clue. But whatever, it is what it is. I'm off of Madden. Haven't played in a month or two. I'm done. <laughs> You're getting away from it. So. I will say the Mahomes situation, you were going back to something you said earlier. You said there was nothing like the Mahomes career trajectory that we've seen. And it got me thinking. And this kind of shows a lot of differences between baseball and football and the contracts there. But Chris Bryant's career trajectory right out of the gate, he comes up rookie of the year, MVP. Like he goes from basically, I think it was college player of the year. Minor League Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, MVP, and then obviously World Series Championship on top of that. And this guy, Chris Bryant, who is this transcendent talent, has not, he's been a very, very good player since then. But people forget just how good he was. And it's going to be interesting to see if that, 
Yeah, how he still is. He's, impacts, I think, since yeah. 2015, he's been rated the third best player in the entire MLB. Since that like, in the, that time frame, you're saying? Yeah, I, I think statistics-wise, which, I mean, he deserves to get paid. Right now, the, there's rumors that the Braves are going to go for him again, which that would really suck as a Cubs fan. Uh, but, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm we're bringing all the sports in now. Yeah, the it's only, a wild card. So I would say the difference between Mahomes and a person like um, Bryant is expectations. Yeah. Mahomes' the expectations. between the sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that as well. But then if you want to even bring in LeBron versus MJ, MJ's expectations compared to LeBron's expectations going coming out into the league were so different. LeBron was expect. <laughs> Do you see the... Uh, whatever, the draft rolls, videos and clips they showed, like picks, yeah, where LeBron's, yeah. LeBron's role was savior. Yeah. And he came out of the gate, like, needing to be the GOAT. Like, that's uh-huh. just what was expected out of him. And even though he blew past it, he's still, like, the love he gets compared to the hate is such a mixed bag that I feel like Mahomes, with this, not even underdog story, but unexpected to say the least was why part of the reason why he gets so much love which then kind of goes over and rolls over to the sales and marketability and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and and that's, he was able that's my, Mahomes, that's my thought yeah Mahomes was able to capitalize on which as of right now is the peak of his career he didn't and, and that's just how the football extension and the football money world works it's different from a Bryant who went from rookie of the year to MVP or whatever and then he still has five more years until he can um, negotiate a big time contract so it's it's yeah, just interesting since to see baseball the money there. is goofy you, yeah, can get paid, no. you can get paid but you can get screwed how, how the MLBPA is set up and the the union set up is just so yeah it's, absolutely it's wacky because they have so much time, usually yeah. these players aren't able to negotiate a big-time contract until they're in their late 20s to like 30, 31. By that time, you're arguably already out of your prime. Um, yeah, and then so. you got the you got the loopholes they have to extend your contract without really extending it. Just all very questionable stuff. And it's already shown that the MLB is just incompetent with Manfred. Uh Manfred just kind of saying, yeah, there was no way we're getting over 60, basically saying he was with the owners the entire time, which he sh- should not be allowed. But again, that's, yeah. I hate him, is what it is. And and a lot of people do. And I guess that provides us with the opportunity of a flawless transition here. But speaking with Manfred and the baseball season actually happening at this point, and it starts in just a week, and six days or so, it's going to be interesting to see if this whole everything that went on behind the scenes, and I guess it wasn't even really behind the scenes, is going to inf- affect this season yes. Yes, and possibly will. next season. Oh, there's going to be a lockout. There's going to be a lockout. Yeah. It's going to be a lockout. I, I would be disappointed if there wasn't a lockout just because of how bad the players were screwed. And, and if you don't understand that, then that's kind of on you as a as a follower, not you particularly, but I'm talking as just the average fan because the amount of people I saw saying the players were the selfish ones in this whole instance was just 
astronomically high, which is just super embarrassing to not kind of understand that aspect of, hey, we had a contract, but I'm just going to renege on it just because I don't feel like taking the losses, even though I'm the owner and the value of the team is like quintupled in the last five years. Absolutely. You have to put yourself in the position. And I get it. It's tough when there's so much money on the table, when these guys are talking about big chunks of money. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the owners going back on a promise, essentially, and trying well, that, to okay. yes, and trying to get that. the players to bail them out. I'm, I'm going to cut you off strictly because it wasn't even like a like a good faith promise. It was literally in the negotiations where yeah, they gave something up yes. to get that insurance. And then it's like the insurance company saying, just tough luck, we're not paying out the settlement, which is, imagine how that would, would look. No, it's it was just it was disaster. It was a disaster in every way, shape, and form with what happened with baseball over the last couple months. Now we're luckily in a position to hopefully be able to forget about that for a couple months and watch baseball be played. Watch the Astros uh, just get plunked. <laughs> well, that's another thing. People completely forgot. Not forgot, but the, the Astros kind of got the Astros yeah. were oh, one they of those got failed teams. Out who got bailed out by the whole coronavirus thing because I mean, people are, people hate them. People will always they should, hate them. They should be the most hated team, but the heat will not be there or what or the heat is not what it would have been Correct. three Correct. or four months ago. hundred percent, which is, I, I don't want to see any injuries, but it's disappointing that they got bailed out. I mean, it would be funny to see if the Astros end up breaking any hit by pitch records in a 60 game season. Oh my God. I would. I mean, it's definitely on the table. What is the, what is the record? So you know, ballpark. I have no idea, but you could look it up right now. If you want a stack guy, I forgot. I was a stack guy. Okay, second. <laughs> um, but it, it, the, another thing that kind of plays into that is just the whole fact that maybe teams won't be willing to Throw because like every game counts. Every game counts so much oh. more in a sixty-game season. So maybe teams don't even deal with that this year. Maybe they don't. Regardless of the situation, they're not trying to throw it, guys, because you don't want to give any team any chance, any time of day to get back into a game. Well, yes, it's like two schools of thought of the old school, and then how satisfying would it be if the Astros just got exposed and go like ten and fifty? Because they can't hit. There's a zero percent chance that happens. Okay, shut your mouth. I want to believe <laughs> the Astros. The Astros, I think, still be a forty-win team. Well, um, their their division is so weak. That's another thing. And even though with all this cheating stuff that went on, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. It, it will be interesting to see how much it impacts these guys. I don't think it will impact them that much personally but it would also it would be awesome to see just jose altuve hit like 220 this year george springer bregman they all hit 60 points below what they did hit that would be yeah would i mean basically proof yeah. to everyone and well, anything unfortunately i just don't even think the season will end or will be completed That's before it gets issue. canceled i don't i don't uh -huh. think the nfl or college football is going to play this year I don't. I think sports are basically anything outside of golf because you can play that socially distancing is it's going to get canceled. See, so I'm actually going to disagree with you there, and this is you're saying the NBA. 
No, well, this is irrelevant to where I stand on all the coronavirus stuff, but it's I I feel like I feel like these leagues, first of all, they they want money, they need money, and second of all, the NBA, they're it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But they've them and the NHL are doing it the right way with the whole bubble, regardless of how that. Yeah, but you have already people. Works. Yeah, they're not. You have people not listening to the bubble. Like the NBA had to set up a snitch tip line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking about that. I want you to get into that. But my last point of it is that I just don't think people care enough anymore. I don't think. I think the hysteria oh, well, yeah, of the coronavirus has yeah, passed, and I think these leagues are just going to kind of carry on. And, like, the MLB, all the testing stuff came out the other day. I think it was of, like, 16,000 people associated with the MLB, whether it be employees or whatever. It was, like, 0.8% of people test positive. So Yeah, but their tests have already been shown. Like, Sean Doolittle from the Nationals already said, like, look, yeah. I'm supposed to get tested and get the results back in two days, and it's been six or something like that. And Chris Brown hours, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And it sounds like these guys all want to play. Yeah, it's just especially for those people with a lot of those people like Chris Bryant's age all have newborns. Like you're not going to risk it, most likely. Exactly. And Buster Posey, that's exactly why he dropped mm-hmm. out. Of yeah. Season. And he adopted two girls, and he said, yeah. "F it, like they matter more to me," which totally understandable. You can't hold and, it against them. And I will say going towards your point of nothing being played baseball they're traveling they are traveling all over the place they're not doing the quarantine the bubble or anything like that and the news that came out today toronto like canada is not allowing the blue jays to play (laughs) in their home ballpark which is basically yeah so they're gonna have to figure out a situation yeah that's what it's looking like um but these these teams these they don't yeah it's basically just canada saying they don't want to deal with what's going on in the United States right now. Which, yeah, like you said, probably not a bad idea out of that. Not just COVID related. Yeah, it, so that will be, when it comes down to it, baseball is in a position, a dangerous position with all the traveling going on. These players are going to definitely be in a position where they are, I guess, in touch with the virus, possibly more so than a league that is in a bubble. I mean, you you have... Not even just of that. I'm in sports in general. Like you have Urban Meyer saying last night or today that they're going to play in the fall. Then you got Paul Feinbaum saying they ain't going to play. They're going to play in the spring. <laughs> and I mean, you got the SEC commissioner even being nervous. Like sports in general is just such an, a limbo right now, which is uh-huh. disappointing as a fan. But totally understandable in the current climate i well, uh, yeah. I've decided i have to sit up i can't lay down in bed anymore i think my voice sounded <laughs> like i was about to cry <laughs> hey you gotta get comfortable you gotta utilize well i am i am close to crying christian i'm in mississippi yeah that you're you're absolutely right and uh it's a tough situation for you but you know what it's good for you down the road it just builds character that's what it exactly. does it builds exactly. character um but that that is interesting that you say the SEC is worried because if the SEC exactly shuts down things or if any major Power Five conference really shuts things down, it's over. It's all over. Domino I, mean, I think I think the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are going to be the first. First of all, I think the yeah. ACC and 
the SEC. And no, I, I would take that back. I think the SEC and Clemson are going to be the last. Uh, and then the Big 12 is going to be right right in front of SEC. Well, but, it's yeah. well. so none of the other conferences outside of the Big 10 and then Pac-12 announced that they're just doing a conference-only schedule. Is that what it is? Yeah, correct. Yeah, no other schools announced basically announced it but they didn't confirm it because they said if they do it which they're leaning towards uh they would help notre dame and basically just put him as an acc team which that should happen anyway because well okay let me rephrase that notre dame should technically join the big 12 or the big 10 this year just because of location wise Uh uh-huh um but they would get steamrolled in the big 10 they would be a six and six team yeah seven and five you think so I think they would lose to Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. Uh, I think they would lose a trap game somewhere, and then they could even lose to Michigan State. Obviously, they're not all in the same division, but I feel like with everything going on, the schedules, especially adding Notre Dame, they would switch up the schedules. I, I think they're a middle-of-the-road team. They recruit well. They just I, I don't think they develop players very well. Okay. Uh, it's fair. It's fair, and... Notre Dame has frequently been exposed over the last decade for losing those big games. I guess you could just put it. Um, they win. They win during the regular season. They beat all these teams who they should probably beat. And then they when it comes to playing elite teams, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work well for them. Yeah, you're right. So it's 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 interesting if that were to happen to see how they would fare in a conference like the Big Ten. Well, because the so, ACC, they're gonna they're gonna steamroll just because of how weak the ACC is, and then they're just gonna avoid Clemson until they're gonna put them uh-huh. on opposite sides to a championship game, yada yada yada. So then, if they lose, they're gonna be like, oh, we made the championship though. See, we can play in any division, and that narrative is gonna somehow go. But that's just me hating on Notre Dame right now. So, no, that's exactly what it I'm is. But I respect it. A lot of a lot of people like to hate on Notre Dame, so you can't go wrong with that. It's um, an easy team to hate. It's it's funny. Well, I saw something on Twitter today just regarding college football and Clemson and ACC, what we've been talking about. It's interesting thinking that Trevor Lawrence could have played his last game at Clemson. And the reason I bring this up is because I saw he got engaged. <laughs> and I saw that picture. And that was one of the comments. And it just got me thinking about that. An elite talent that hasn't been seen like him may not play college football again. And it may be already that time for the nfl teams to start yeah. preparing his, to his get a freshman guy. year was unbelievable his sophomore year was obviously above average but i think he's was overhyped mm-hmm. that and that's obviously in ohio state so i'm just uh justin fields bias but justin fields had a significantly better season than him his sophomore their sophomore year and i'm only comparing the two because they've they've been one and two in the class since high school Mm-hmm. they've competed each like so they're, they're always going to be linked together they're going to be the first two quarterbacks off the board come September or whatever it's called august i don't yeah i mean it's not august it's april but i wonder what they're going to do with the draft next year if the season well, gets pushed back at all that could be a loaded question for any sport league well, yeah, like, well okay let me how, that. how next yeah how next season's going to play out for the everything biggest though. the absolute biggest thing is cuz the NFL has hinted that they don't want to change the draft for next year yeah what happens if college football moves their schedule to the spring all these players could get an ACL tear they would lose the 
No, they, well, okay. So say you keep the draft in April. Mm-hmm. Or not even the draft. Say you keep the next year's schedule starting in August. If you tear an ACL, you not only miss your college season, but you miss the NF, your rookie NFL season. Because it'd be, it'd be in nine months for two seasons. Plus, the amount of injury rate would fly up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, it's just a loaded question that's just so complex. Yeah, but, this is something that's going to affect sports for the next couple of years because, yeah, these minimum. schedules are getting kind of crun- crunched together. Yeah, and I mean, they the already delayed. will probably be shortened in some ways. Yeah, and they already delayed uh, the MLS expansion teams for a couple more years already. So, I mean, it's already having down-the-road effects that uh, no one saw coming pretty much yeah they weren't they couldn't have been predicted at the beginning of quarantine and now that we're kind of getting used to this life i got the lifestyle mm-hmm. you're also seeing some of the things that's coming with it so mm-hmm. it's basically the moving, ramifications of being us or us being yeah. stupid <laughs> yes yeah so moving on to i guess the next sport league we haven't talked we've briefly mentioned the nba but there's been a lot of drama going on in the NBA recently. You you mentioned the snitch line. I need you to go in depth on this because I haven't seen that, and that sounds pretty intriguing to me. <laughs> so the snitch line was introduced by the NBA to let players anonymously tattle on other players <laughs> that are not respecting the oh, NBA man. bubble, which makes sense from a business standpoint. But goddamn, is it hilarious! to see the jokes coming out of the snitch line. Chris Paul was getting accused of uh, making some tips because he did something like super, super petty that had oh. no relation to the uh-huh. snitch line. But it was, they were comparing him. D'Angelo Russell was well, getting yeah. joked oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was getting clowned. Yeah, or like a, a Nick Young. If he's even in the league, yeah, I don't know. He's not. But like, the first couple names that come to my head, I just feel like a Dwight Howard or a Kyrie would be Dwight guys. Howard, just, Dwight Howard got a warning from did he? snitched. Yep, he got snitched on. <laughs> he uh, got snitched on? Oh, yeah. my gosh. So well, this is uh, this James is already Harden. in use. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. James Harden, he posted an Instagram picture or something with a mask with the, the blue line. Uh-huh. Like basically, the, and NBA Twitter was not having that. And, and oh, then, I, I did see that. Yeah, I did yeah, see that. Yeah, so then he started getting accused of being a snitch, uh, <laughs> strictly based on that Instagram picture. And then he can't had to come out and say yesterday, I think, that, look, I only bought it because it covered my beard and looked cool. Yeah. And I just think that the whole dynamic of everything going on right now and for just the snitch line is just awesome. And then you got players, like, uh, who was it, ordering, like, because obviously the food – is subpar there uh so they were ordering like grubhub and stuff and they were like going into the parking lot which is technically exiting the bubble and so you have to quarantine yourself for like 10 14 days after that and so there was a it was not the jazz who the kings sacramento kings uh, one of their players tweeted like oh my god like just you guys know you could do this and then one of his teammates did it Tested positive and then had to go, had to, uh, whatever it's called, quarantine. And then he just tweets like an hour after that. Never mind. That's all right. 
When does the NBA season actually start up? Is it the 31st of July? I feel like we've been talking about this bubble for so long now. I think it's the 31st, but I'll confirm it. 31st. Right um, it's this, the NBA just in general and NBA Twitter. It just cracks me up because I mean, there are so many personalities. There's so many personalities and you never know what you're going to get. And even though, so the Stephen 30th, A take, the the, it, okay, it's the 30th. So the Stephen A take of, Basically, the players' horniness is blowing <laughs> the bubble and just ruining it for everyone. That doesn't seem like such a far-off take at this point. Did you see the amount of people who went viral? The amount of, like, Instagram girls were like, NBA yes. season's going to end because I already got invited to the bubble. Yes, like, did like see that. that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, I no. mean, given, given you never know if they're just trying to clown people or if this is actually the case, I'm sure... I'm Some sure there's a decent amount of them yeah. who are yeah, actually the case, which is just funny because at the end of the day, and like, think about it, man. If if you're a team who's just kind of probably not going to amount to much this season, this shortened season, these guys are probably thinking, what do they have to lose? Yeah, there's going to be like the it's big time teams who are gunning for something. you got to think but, about how many of these people are our age guys with millions of dollars looking to blow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think about exactly. that. You're, well, you're, how about yeah? Your peak just... athlete, who you know gets attention from whatever whatever gender you prefer. Yeah. Very politically correct. I exactly. You <laughs> you want to take advantage of it. That's that's basically uh, how it goes. And seeing, well, just even going back to like the Rajan Rondo stuff of just complaining about the hotel I think he's out for the season yeah he is out for the season but like seeing these guys like lebron saying it's like being in prison oh, LeBron had his own private chef though so yeah meanwhile these are very very nice hotel room like you couldn't the, the, ask the for really anything six. more yeah i don't know what else you need in a hotel room um but apparently there is more they need because apparently it's like prison even though it's like this it's beautiful all- disney Resort. It's all, it's all standard of living, though. Yeah, exactly. That, that's basically what it's coming down to. But at the same time, I would be pissed off if I was about to go play. How how long is this season? How many games? I think it's like they're doing like a weird maybe ten game or ten. Oh, and then like if you're thing. within like three, you have to keep playing or something like that. Last for the no, that's the eighth. Like the playoff spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's like games, if if they're within like three games, then I think there's a three-game playoff between the two teams okay yeah but like they're they're, they're trying to cause as much chaos as possible which yeah I but like. imagine if you're a team you're you're a player and you're trying to you're trying to make a deep run you got you're, you're about on a strict regiment for years of your career and then you come down and instead of having the the meal specifically set for your body mm-hmm. you just get like watermelon and like a cup and then like a bag of chips <laughs> Like the the pictures getting sent out were like that. Like I'd be so pissed. Like how am I supposed to be exact? Like expected to perform at my peak? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know they're getting the best of the best. Yeah, there were a couple pictures sent out, but like oh now I day, do now I do because the NBA was getting clowned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I I truly believe that that forced the hand to kind of improve the standards a little bit. And, and obviously you could hide behind any number of reasons of, oh, we were just getting it prepared. We were just getting it going. We wanted you guys to have food before we were totally sad. Yeah. You could hide behind from a PR standpoint so much, which uh-huh. I would do that if I was Adam Silver. Like, oh, my God, yes. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and so, discussing, yeah, discussing the personalities of the league and just everything like this that is going on. You also have the personalities associated with the NBA that aren't necessarily the players. And I'm talking about Woj here, who oh, Woj. is just making statements. He, he don't care. He does not care. Woj does not care. No. And but, he's fine with you knowing that. Yeah. The best was just, fuck you, sent from my iPhone. Just the oh, yeah. iPhone part killed me. Exactly. That is how much he doesn't care. He, he didn't even have the time in his day to spend five seconds on taking out the scent from my phone. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, I think it was, there was a, a Senator who was basically just a Congressman. One or two. Yeah. Congressman, um, roasting the NBA on its ties to China, trying to call it out for being corrupt and stuff like that. It, it just, well, and it was like also allowing only like black lives matter, but not putting like blue lives matter and stand for the army and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically just trying to cause a bunch of, and then he tagged LeBron too. Thing. Yeah. Trying to just cause <laughs> issues, cause nonsense, which is all Twitter is nowadays. I, I won't get into that, but basically Woj just came out. He wasn't having any of it. And, emails the guy basically just telling him to fuck off He's and just, fuck you was, was the, was, it was a two word two word email. yeah he, it's short and sweet right to the point and yeah he got his message across and the funny thing is he did get suspended by espn but at the end of the day woge woge won. If, won if you have nba players tweeting free woge including lebron yeah the biggest biggest he's the face of the nba still you can't argue that uh you won, and ESPN knows it. That's why he wasn't fired. He was only suspended exactly. because they know exactly. Woj can go out and do his own thing and still make the money. Yeah, anyone else in this situation would have gets been canned. fired. They get, they get canned. Yes, but Woj so is much bigger than <laughs> Woj. Is Woj. Like, I, Woj has his own brand, and if ESPN were to fire him, he'd go off and do exactly what he was doing and still be the big name reporter. And ESPN would kind of be left in the dust. So yeah, no, they would lose. They would lose a significant amount of revenue. Mm-hmm. So awesome to see Woj just kind of being the guy that he he's always been. He's always been petty. And I salary, remember, by the way, do you know? I have no idea, but I'd assume it's probably pretty solid. Do you yeah, remember the situation a couple of years ago, where I, I think ESPN or someone sent him a memo basically saying he can't come out and report which team is taking <laughs> yeah. which player. Because yeah. it ruins ruins the viewing experience or whatever it was. And Woj then, basically, instead of tweeting, this team is going to select this player, he went out and they started might. tweeting. They might. They are speculated to possibly take this player. And it was just the whole night. It was awesome. Just Woj being Woj. It's great. It's, a, it's amazing. He, he is... What it's Woj bombs and then what? What's the other? There's a one other guy who's well connected. Shams, you're talking yeah, about Shams. Yeah, yeah. Like those two themselves are basically the entire, like into outside of like the beat writers, like they own the market share of the NBA reporting uh-huh. wise. It's like yeah. Adam Schefter of the NFL. Yeah. But there's less people who are involved. So like. Their personalities themselves are so dominant, and I love it because they could do whatever they want and still have a job. Yeah, it's great to see. Just at the end of the day, the NBA is always going to provide drama, and social media over the last couple of years has only enhanced that because just, as I said, NBA Twitter 
is on a different level than any other kind of sport platform. It's really it's it's great. Less than I thought. The, uh, what is it? It's close. Uh, four-year contract up to eight million dollars. Yeah, I would think it would significantly more. It doesn't surprise me too much. I'm sure he makes money outside on other things and stuff like that. So that sounds about right to me. Plus, I don't. Plus, that's probably outside of maybe a Stephen A. That's probably right up there as the highest but paid. Stephen A. Doesn't he get like twenty? Yeah, but Stephen A. Basically, is ESPN at, at this point, so that makes sense. I, um, I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, so the one other big thing that's kind of happened in the past week that need to be discussed in this podcast. Two things. You, you go and then I'll things. go. Okay. So I think the main thing I'd say is the Redskin name change. This is a long time. I wouldn't time say the coming. name change. I would just say the Redskins just organization. The Redskin, I guess. After, yeah. After that. The allegations and everything mm-hmm. going on too. Um, the Redskins have dominated the news cycle for the last couple days. And on one end in a good way, on the other end in a very, very bad way. Um, so it's just it's interesting to see what is going to happen, I guess, with the formerly known as Redskins. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna just. There's been accusations outside of the the sexual assault, like assault allegations and shit like that. Of uh-huh. the only reason he's agreeing to change the name is he's gonna try to use that as a bargaining chip to get a bigger stadium. So if that is true, that's not even a good change. It's just a scummy, unethical one. Well, no. Okay, I, guess I think it's been understood. Side. Yeah, it's been understood that Dan Snyder is not a good dude. He, he's but he's at, just above Dan Dolan of the Knicks. Yeah, at least he's at least for whatever his twisted motive motives may be. At least it's getting done, even yeah, though yeah, it may not be good reasoning. It's still getting done. Um, and it's been a long time coming. And honestly, there were points in this it, over the last couple of years, there's been surges where this needs to happen. And that kind of goes away for a while. Finally came back strong this year and finally it's happening. So yeah, I, I have, just really hope they don't have they. The well, I, that's what I was going to say. No, they have they announced. kind of they haven't announced any options yeah. or anything yet. But there's one there's one guy who for the past five years has claimed over 200 or 300 names washington blanks in preparation for the redskins to change their name so what so they have to buy it off of them or something if they choose that name then yeah but i assume they're going to be petty and choose not that any of the names strictly out of principle i would 100 percent do that screw that guy yeah no i mean there's no chance they do it but being the washington sentinels would be so funny if they pick the sentinels yeah, that would that would be awesome. That would be a good it's, option. Although, yeah, straight, I don't see him doing hey, it. Well, do you know what that's from? It's from a movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, who do, not a movie. It's from the I, replacements. A yeah. Okay. Movie. Yeah. The, the replacements. Okay. There you go. The, sure. Whatever, man. The goat movie. Keanu Reeves. Is it, is no, I, I. Yeah. The down and out quarterback from Ohio State <laughs> comes back and leads the goddamn team. Whew. It's just a hard yeah. answer. Uh, yeah, it just it doesn't 
doesn't get the same feels going for me as it may for an Ohio State fan, man. So it's also Keanu Reeves. He's a beautiful human being. Yes. Yeah, we are we are Keanu Reeves fans. I'll give you that. We do like him. But it's just any Ohio State, it's just gonna be tough for me to really truly get behind. Um but yeah, that the Sentinels, that would be cool. Are really any like pop culture any any homage reference. would be kinda cool. Yeah, that would be kinda cool. And that could be a route to go to. I've also heard like Red Tails. Yeah, I I, I don't want it to right be now. the Warriors. If it's the Washington Warriors, I'm well, so basic. I know there's so many Warrior teams already. Like, please, no, no. Yeah, and I get. I honestly don't even want the Red Tails. <laughs> no, War- Red Tails is not good either. It's kind of a cop out. Yeah, exactly. It, they might as like. well just try to completely reset and refocus at oh, this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, 100%. They have a chance to rebrand themselves in They have way. to. They have to completely re- – well, that's not going to happen until Dan Schneider goes. It's already shown that he's have basically destructive personality. And <laughs> yes. The NBA is – or the NFL is what people are hoping is they force him out, like uh, the NBA forced out uh, the old Clippers owner. Uh-huh. And with all this, the allegations and stuff going on, well – did you see that when this story was before it broke, there were a lot of, Oh yeah. I guess there was a lot going on on Twitter, just kind of speculating on what it may be all the way from conspiracies to him being connected to Epstein to just money law, like the craziest things you'll ever hear. Um, well, and, and then Jay Gruden was also being tied to it. Yeah. And Jay Gruden was also being tied to it. And I didn't read the full report, of I believe it was 15 allegations yep. from what was and, it cheerleaders or employees just uh, in general. Was, so really bad situation. Obviously something yeah. the NFL well, would have to get to the bottom. And of. he 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 took a cap out thing too and basically apologized but didn't apologize. Just saying I'm sorry I let it happen on my watch, but I didn't know like that bullshit. And then that's just totally false. If like your top three guys all got fired last year. Mm-hmm. Clearly you knew something and just tried to do damage control. But in Mark Cuban, who also the sexual, uh, like harassment allegations from the CEO, like he came out and said, you have to own it. Which yeah. that's, I mean, that's a respectable thing to do. So, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah. And hopefully oh, did you see the Jay Gruden stuff though? I thought that was, I didn't. Well, I just saw like the the conspiracy, like, whatever you want. Oh to call no, it. there was a the speculation. He was a head coach. Okay. So it was an ex player of him. I can't remember who it was, but it's it was like a, a well known. I think he's still in the league. Um. And then it was uh like Jay Gruden trying to get him to fight him, like asking him to throw hands. <laughs> and it was just the most embarrassing embarrassing texts and then the explanation just made Jay Gruden sound like a total asshat which yeah. I mean he was so okay it was, yeah it I didn't was see that um but that doesn't surprise me just I feel like I feel like that's just kind of a I guess a who who was the player you, you don't know who the player I can't was. Remember. It was yeah I can't remember it was a well-known player though hold on I'll, I'll just why it. why was he challenging him to a fight just because he wanted to be like a macho man just uh Basically, or no, here I'll, I'll I'll pull it up while I'm pulling it up. Okay. We're gonna take a quick pause and then go into the second thing we were talking about, which was Shamboth yesterday, <laughs> doing the most relatable, the re- relatable uh, DJ Swearinger. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, but the I know the the counting of his counting. strokes after just an absolutely what? horrible what horrible hole, and it's just great to see. It, it makes you feel so much better as a golfer. So much better. It's just knowing that they also have their struggles. Yeah, it's, and it's a lot more relatable, you know. It's very relatable. All right, so he posted. Uh, sorry, he posted texts from Jay Gruden. Which he didn't have his number. This was December 9th, 2018 at okay. 9.46 p.m. Uh, and it said, want to play? Let's fucking play. He responded, who this? Jay Gruden said, call me back. Spencer <laughs> said, I don't know who this is. Jay Gruden, I'm waiting. When can face-to-face, man-to-man, tomorrow or tonight, if you'd like? And what do you mean, want to play? He goes, where do you want to meet? We can meet tonight or tomorrow. Spencer said... Well, let's cooler. Well, let cooler heads prevail tomorrow at 10 a.m. Jigger and said done. And then the caption was, "So let's set the uh, record straight on why and how things went for south for me in Washington." To all my athletes, imagine getting a text like this from your head coach at 10 at night about an interview where you thought you handled it professionally after getting blown out 40 to 16 by the Giants. This is where I lost respect for him and the head, uh, the staff and the head coach. He wanted me to act out, but I handled it professionally. And the next day. He told me that someone told him that I said something about him in the interview. But when he watched it, he realized that the person was lying and actually agreed with everything I said. And then he talked about how, like, why would you ever want to play for a guy who's like that? Basically. basically yeah, that's yeah. But there's like 15 more sentences, and I'm not a very strong reader, as you can tell. So, <laughs> Yeah, we, we get the gist of it at this point. But like, um, he looked like a total clown. Okay, and anyone got his horrible look. Too. Let's establish horrible that. look for him. Yeah, horrible look. I don't. Yeah, it, I don't. <laughs> I just so basically, I take away from it. It was just him trying to be a macho man um, against the TJ Swanger. You will not. Yes. that will not go well at all. No, not will not go well at all. Um, so to close out this episode, I'm gonna do the wash of the week. You want to go first? No, you got it. Or okay, I got it. So mine. I guess could be interpreted in a lot of ways. Um, but I just sticking to it in a strictly sports manner, the USA is a wash of the week. And I had it because, and like I said, it could be a lot of things, but it was because of the whole blue Jays situation with baseball coming back and Canada literally not allowing the blue Jays to play in Canada solely because of how poorly the country's handled the coronavirus pandemic. Um, so yeah, for that alone, to not allow a team to play in their home stadium, you know that things have got to be bad, and they are bad. So the United States, yeah. you are the wash of the week. Yeah. So we went over, we covered Gruden, which was a wash, which could have yeah. was a potential wash. We covered Harden, the snitch line stuff, which is all potential washes. So this is a little soft. But I would say the PGA Tour is is what's available left for Watch of the Week. Yeah, Strictly because they've had the perfect opportunity to grow right. the sport. Yep. And they refuse to show anything except like the last two hours every day on TV. They refuse to televise it for some reason, which is the dumbest thing from a, a marketing standpoint. And it really bothers the hell out of me. Well, I couldn't I even watch it because I'm at work, but it still bothers me. <laughs> I don't understand what maybe TV right deals. There's really no 
logical explanation for why that would be the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I hear tournaments going on and I can't find it on TV, especially when it's literally the only live sport exactly. really happening right now, that's just brutal. Absolutely. Like, and I think was it the perfect finish, time. Was it the finish of the tournament last week? That yeah. yeah. It, it cut overtime off. playoff? Three whole playoffs and they just cut it. Where where a fifty six foot bird or fifty four foot birdie putt was then followed by a clutch twenty six yard birdie putt to tie it and then go to the next hole. Like how? Like, even if you're not a golf fan, that just has to piss you off of an overtime sport like overtime sport with the only sport going on and you just can't watch it. And so shocker, stupid. shocker that the MLB is also another Shock. league who has just been very bad at this with the blackouts and the Cubs right now, the Cubs situation with, with the marquee sports network. And yeah. there's going to be Chicago fans in the Midwest Chicagoland area who aren't going to be able to watch the Cubs. Um, I don't, I just don't understand how that can ever happen. Oh, yeah. It's, well, if we're talking about the Cubs too, can we talk about the average price they're about to set the the rooftop bar like seats at? That's going to be the cheapest. Certain. It's like 350 bucks right now. Well, cuz it's really the only tickets available, right? Uh no, I thought the MLB was trying to have fans. I doubt that happened. I thought they were trying to have 60% They capacity. were. I think they were, but there's I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening, but I could see them trying and then just fumbling the bag basically and like they do with most things. Well, infecting everyone then. And then sports cancel. Yeah, that would be well, that would be completely catastrophic. Um so hopefully that doesn't happen. Um catastrophic, but it's also pretty high percentage wise, potentially. We shall see. We are very, very close now to the point where sports regardless of if sports come back for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a we month. We just need it. We need First of all, it's just nice to actually talk about legitimate sports happenings again, like results and impact playoffs, just anything like that. It's nice to be able to talk about that. So hopefully we will be able to talk about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, just give me two weeks of sports. If after that it has to be shut down, then okay. But just two weeks, two weeks of baseball, just please. That's all I'm asking at this point. So I guess we will see. I guess we will see. Yeah, and that concludes what episode thirty-one, I believe. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We covered a lot in this one, and yeah, as I place. said, let's let's just hope let's just hope that we have we have some stuff to talk about coming up. Um, and it's looking like that right now, but we shall see. So, okay, guys, hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you next time. Take care.